Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae has put millions back into the hands of Mississippi citizens, expanding the state's affordable college and career savings program and also returning record amounts of unclaimed money. Check out how Treasurer David McRae's office can help you, your business, or your organization. Treasury.ms.gov. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. That's right. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. And it's going to be a short one today. I've actually got to hit the road and uh, and get to Oxford. We're doing a live show uh, from the College Corner today on the radio show, Me and Hey Dad. So if you hear this before 3 o'clock and you're in town and for whatever reason you want to meet me, come by and uh, and see us at uh, at College Corner right there in Oxford. But I didn't want to uh, not talk about this with you guys. We've got to. There's some injury news and some key injury news with Ole Miss at a position that, frankly, I was excited to to watch and I thought was going to be an integral part of the offense. It still can be. The early uh, reporting is that it's not season-ending, but it's still significant, so we're going to talk about it right here on this edition of the Rebel Report. Please follow me on social media at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y, as the uh, Chinese scam uh, callers continue to call me this morning. I have gotten, I'm not, I'm not kidding, it, this, it's early in the morning right now, 15 scam calls, and uh, sorry if you just heard that buzz again, because they won't leave me alone. I guess uh, TikTok or whatever finally sold the Chinese government my information. Either way, uh, follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. And wherever you get your podcasts, if you're not subscribed to this one already, please subscribe and leave a rating and a review. Uh, and let's get into it. Let's uh, not waste any time. So it was reported yesterday uh, by by Chase Parham initially of RebelGrove.com and then also uh, Brian Scott Rippey, uh, who I, I consider a good friend myself, uh, chimed in and added to that report yesterday. Chase, uh, initially, uh, again, he was first, said that uh, he's hearing that Priestcorn's foot injury, which is what uh, has been ailing him during uh, during camp, likely holds him out two to three games. I- I'm reading directly from Chase. Uh, Priestcorn's foot injury likely holds him out two to three games. They'll be cautious to make sure he's healed moving forward. He's obviously an integral part of the season. Brian Scott Rippey later uh, chimed in and said that uh, he was having a surgical procedure uh, today, so it's Thursday, this morning, was having a procedure. Uh, I know that there has been uh, dueling information uh, about this uh, from other sites and and the reporting and and all that stuff, and I'm not going to get into that. I tried myself to independently confirm this and to be fully transparent with you, I got nowhere with it. I, I, I couldn't myself uh, determine whether or not surgery was happening or, or, or a timeline or anything like that. So I, I have to trust what I know and, and who I know. And so I, I'm not speaking to the reporting of anybody else, uh, good or bad or anything in between. I, I have no idea uh, if, if what they're saying is accurate, if, if he's actually not, I, I don't know. But I do know, uh, I, I know Rippy well, and I know how cautious he is uh, when it comes to stuff like this. 
And and I know Chase's reputation. I, I don't have a personal relationship with Chase. I, we, we know each other, but I, I don't know him the way I know Rippy. And if he is reporting that surgery was happening Thursday, because I know who he is and how he operates and how cautious he is, um, I believe it. So even though I couldn't personally uh, confirm it or deny it myself, um, knowing Chase and how he operates and knowing Rippy and how he operates, I believe them. And so if there's conflicting information and that ends up being accurate, well, well, that's that's just kind of of how it is. But because I have a personal relationship, I don't know like who their sources are or anything like that. I have no idea where it's coming from, but I know how they operate. I know how they approach this. And because of that, I'm inclined uh, to believe him. It, you know, call me biased. He's a good guy. Uh, but no, seriously, I, they, they approach this, uh, the way they approach it uh, makes me believe uh, that that is, uh, in fact, accurate. So I'm going to spend the next few minutes talking about it as if that is, uh, th- that is the truth. Again, I know there's conflicting information. I'm not speaking uh, to the validity of that, good or bad. They could be right. They could be wrong. I don't know. I just know personally the, the, the person reporting that surgery is happening, and I believe that person. So uh, that was a, a way too long of a, a qualifier, but I, I don't want to get into, you know, these people are right and these people are wrong. So uh, anyway, uh, Caden Priestcourt's having surgery this morning, uh, according, to, uh, according to them. And because of that, it leads a lot of questions. What actually is uh, that injury? What what is um, what is the typical timetable for an injury like that that is now requiring him to to go under the knife to some degree? And um, how common is a surgery going under the knife, however minor uh, it is? How common is it to have somebody back uh, within? Uh, a couple of games or or a couple of weeks how is is the timetable possibly going to be longer what so many questions come uh, from something like this but I'll start first with uh with impact and what this means for the team um there is no reason whatsoever that this injury should make you worry about the first three games from a wins and losses perspective. That's kind of where I want to start is I have no idea um, what Caden Prescorn looks like in an Ole Miss uniform though. But I know that Ole Miss will, I think will, uh, win these three games without him. If it's just three games, let's just operate under the timeline being correct with whatever the procedure is and stuff like that. Um, if that is, you know, if Ole Miss struggles in those three games, or if they lose one of those three games without him, the team was not going to be any good anyway. If you can't beat Mercer, Tulane, and Georgia Tech without Caden Priestcorn, you're not beating Alabama with him. You're not beating LSU with him. You're not beating Texas A&M with him. A very important player will have an impact on this team, no doubt. But if you can't win these three games without him, you're going to underachieve anyway. So uh, I've I've seen in you know in group messages and stuff people talking about oh well it's not that big of a deal because they're they're easy games and you are absolutely right and and anybody that says that is is absolutely right they will win these three games without him if it is in fact only three games without him. 
But I've got a concern, though. And we'll get to that right after I tell you the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website. If you're in the market for office technology and your business is located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, anywhere in Mississippi, and your business needs office technology, anything from cartridge and printers and mail machines to cloud storage and data security, IT projects, phone systems, whatever the case may be, if it's tech, if it's in the office and your business needs it, absms.com. Tell them I sent you. Get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They've got, oh gosh, 16 locations scattered across the state of Mississippi. So there's likely one in your backyard. They have online banking like everybody does but it's a one-stop shop. You don't need multiple apps to manage your money, local loan servicing and decision-making. So if you need a loan, you don't have to hop on Zoom to talk somebody talk to somebody out of state. It's somebody in your backyard. They will learn your name. They will know your name. And they will remember your children's names if you tell them. I know from personal experience. Priority One Bank makes you their priority. So if the timeline holds true, if, if Caden Prescorn only misses three games... Uh, being back for Alabama would be a plus. I do think, though, that especially if it's a foot injury, uh, some rust can accumulate because I don't know how much work you can actually do on an injured foot post-surgery. And those three games, even though not like important, quote-unquote, or ones that you fear of losing without him, would have been valuable, I assume, to you know, acclimate him a, a little bit. I, I know they've they've had all kinds of off-season work and gone through training camp, and so Jackson Dart knows who he is and, and all of that. But as you guys know, games are different than practices. That's, uh, I mean, every coach uh, will say that. So not having the opportunity to kind of light up, you know, Mercer and Tulane and Georgia Tech and, and really get comfortable and on the same page and, and work out any kind of timing issues or rust or whatever uh, to shake all that off and and gain some real in-game experience uh, is a valuable thing, and now they're not going to have that. And I do think that that is something uh, that that has to be noted as well. Three easy games, but those games would have provided an opportunity for quarterback and very impactful tight end to get on the same page in-game action. And and now they – at possibly at best aren't going to get that opportunity until they're on the road in Tuscaloosa, which, as you guys know, uh, is a is a pretty uh, unique challenge. Um, but the timeline, is, again, I, I'm certainly no doctor. I have no idea. But, um, again, according to, uh, according to Rippey, the, the expectation is that the timeline is not changing. Uh, so if it's two to three weeks, if it's, if it's two games, which, again, I have no idea how you can – have any kind of even minor procedure and play two weeks later. But NFL guys do it. NFL players get surgery and play very shortly thereafter all the time. The reason why I say NFL and not college is because college is kept so much more under wraps than uh, than NFL. But So it does happen. It is possible. But two weeks or two games would be great because you can get him back for Georgia Tech, get his feet under him, get that timing that I mentioned, and that would, that would be great. Um, There is a cynical view. I was talking to a a buddy last night about this where he he said no Ole Miss player comes back in the expected timeline. He's like, it never happens. Three games, no, it's going to be six. And 
uh, that, that kind of made me laugh because unfortunately it is true uh, in some cases. But no, uh, th- that's all I've got right now in terms of I, I don't have anything. I'm, I'm relying on on those guys to, you know, to break the news and and bring the information here. But if if they're accurate and the timeline is not expected to change and that's why they went ahead and had the procedure done today, then you would think that's a good sign um, because they obviously consider all options. I assume they considered not having it at all and, and having him just kind of rehab and play through it. Uh, maybe it really is just a minor thing and it's only a couple games or maybe three. And um, if it goes in deeper, it goes in deeper. But I still expect him to have a major impact on this team. And now it is up to maybe Michael Trigg to finally figure it out. It's been widely reported that uh, he has been in the doghouse uh, for basically. Um, his entire time at Ole Miss, and it's happened yet again in this camp. Um, will he actually recognize the opportunity that he has now in front of him to be the guy for a little while? Uh, does that inspire him to, to finally get his act together? Uh, we'll see. But um, Kyron Heath now is uh, is going to have to play a bigger role. Apparently, they really like him. Uh, he has some things to, or has had some things to work on because all young players have things to work on. Even Quinshawn Judkins, as good as he was last year, was not a finished product. And even he himself told you so. Uh, is Kyron Heath ready to go and, and contribute? We'll have to see. And then, of course, there's uh, the Hudson Wolf story, the highly, highly recruited guy that has been battling health issues uh, for a couple years now. Uh, is a full participant in practice and, and ready to play, which is incredible to me uh, that he's been able to do that. The resilience of that young man, if he gets on the field at all on Saturday, uh, would be an extremely impressive feat considering uh, what he's been through and, um, and and the injuries and the surgeries and that there was a thought that he'd never play football again. And anyway, so him being there is is impressive. Just being on the field, being on the roster is impressive. But if he gives you anything at all, uh, that is a pretty impressive story of resilience. But he's there. And so the, the tight end room, uh, Lane Kiffin talked about its depth recently in practice, and now that depth is going to be tested. Is Kyron Heath ready? Can Michael Trigg give you something? Is Hudson Wolf? Uh, capable of giving you something. It's going to be tested at least for a little while. Um, I'm sure we'll learn more as the day goes on in terms of uh, the procedure and how it went and, and stuff like that later on today. But uh, that is uh, that is the news uh, right now, uh, according, again, to, to Chase Parham and, and Brian Scott Rippey of Rebel Grove, that Caden Prescorn is expected to be out uh, poss- two, three games, uh, roughly. And um, having a some kind of procedure this morning. We'll see what happens. Um, interesting times, uh, if nothing else. But depth is going to be tested, and we're going to see how they respond. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you, as always. No live chat tonight because, again, I will be in Oxford for uh, for the live show today. Uh, but I will do post game after Ole Miss and Mercer and then the live chat on Sunday. So I'll hear from you Saturday or you'll hear from me Saturday, and you'll hear from me on Sunday as well. See you guys then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.